fuck is up, everyone? Welcome to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the number one podcast made by, for, and of the Terminally Online. I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Fuck, I forgot my nickname already. God damn it. I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Lil Crotchlum. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Roy, you do yours next, because mine's going to be a lot. Uh, I'm Roy, and I'm Elon, nobody care me. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Matt, also known as Skimble Shanks, the railway Matt, the Matt of the railway train. There's a whisper down the line at 11.39 when the night mail's ready to depart. Saying, Skimble, where is Skimble? Has he gone to hunt the thimble? We must find him or the train can't start. Damn. All right. <laughs> Clock, 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 Has everybody, clock. Uh, has everybody seen Cats 2019 yet? That's the most important thing that we need to know after our, our, our lengthy month off. I haven't because I have not yet found a way to get there while intoxicated in some way. <laughs> I have not because... I, I, I can either get there or I can get intoxicated. I cannot do both. <laughs> I saw it 100% stone cold sober and didn't even get to sit next to people I knew in the theater. And it was the greatest experience of my life. <laughs> I haven't seen it because I call anyway. it movie ball. Hey! Oh, hey. Hey, Sam. Is Sam podcasting? I don't know. I'm not hey, doing Sam, anything. Hey, Sam, you podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Fuck it. Uh, Fire up the audacity. What's your nickname? Uh, Sam. Okay. Uh, Sam, just fire up your audacity, and then uh, when we're done recording, we'll just do a sync clap at the end. Okay. Oh, are we already in it? Yeah. Yeah, we're oh, already shit. in it. <laughs> Well, now I'm here. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do now. Sam I'm Sam, Dog a.k.a. Canning. the guy who is here. Yep. The here man. <laughs> the, 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 the retired for three months, but back for our return episode, Sam Canning. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Joe Biden repainted the bus, malarkey is back, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we can, America can have little on malarkey. <laughs> As a treat. Yeah, so um, 2020's been kind of one so far, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been, yeah. So, um, like, peek behind the curtain for for our our loyal and lovely listeners. We're trying to find a way to make this show feel like less of a bummer to do. Yeah, Yeah, because, like, cards on the table, like, a major thing contributing to the burnout that this, a major thing contributing to the burnout that caused the December hiatus was the fact that, like, we like doing this show a lot, it's heavy. It takes a serious toll, and we're trying to fu- we're trying to function. We're trying to fuck around with the formula a little bit. Try and make it a little bit more without removing what makes HKIP the enjoyable podcast that everyone seems to like. Uh, we're trying to not. We're trying to preserve that without like subjecting ourselves to massive amounts of emotional stress. Right. Yeah, this is plus- the main reason that Bernie needs to win. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. I don't know how I'm gonna... Bernie needs to win so we can just talk about, like, dicks all week or whatever. Yeah, if if Bernie doesn't win, then I'm not really sure how I'm going to be able to just, like, emotionally react to U.S. news in, like, a coherent way. Like, I think it'll just fully break my brain. Once Bernie wins, we will finally debut our Dick of the Week segment where we talk (laughs) about our favorite Dick of the Week. (laughs) We will finally be Um, able to podcast... (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, like um, that, that's just kind of a roundabout way of saying that the forever war that's being started in Iran really just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please go to an actual news source. 
Yeah, um, we're we're and, we're trying to like t- we're trying to you know cherry pick the stuff that like is news and also like is kind of in our wheelhouse and not yeah. just like talking about things because we feel an we feel because we feel an obligation to because they are so front and center like. You've you've been here. I'm sure you. I'm sure from all the other poli- politics podcasts you've been listening to, you've like every politics podcast I'm subscribed to had an Iran episode this week. Yeah, like, like it's covered. Li- like it's it's. Uh, I we we are trying to provide a reprieve from that. We are we are some news. We are not some more news. <laughs> we are some news. <laughs> some less news. <laughs> some less news. Exactly. We're some online news. I, I think yeah. they should so news less. Yeah. Basically, all this to say, uh, we're doing we're doing a new format, and uh, if it sucks shit, that's not our fault. So don't add us. <laughs> People have been yeah. asking us, "What are we going to do with the name when Henry Kissinger finally bites it?" Well, you heard it here first. We are going to rename the podcast "Some Macklemore News." Uh, we will talk about the latest and greatest of Macklemore every week. I mean, the subtitle will definitely still be "I think he should mackle less," or <laughs> "I think there should news less." I do think or, there should or, be no, less no, no, no. news. The, the, okay, but the album art, we have to change the album. We have to commission Dr. A again to do an album art of just that fucking, like, fucking uncut gems-ass pair he had in that one Instagram photo. Yeah, 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 the all jewels pair, yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I think he should mackle oh. less, not a threat, just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the album art for this episode should just be that gif of Macklemore saying Komeda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do we want to get into uh podcasting the shit yeah, of it? We'll, yeah we can do a little bit of podcasting today all right uh i guess i can go first with my little with my little with my little fun story go for it um here just wait one so, sec one sec okay oh, oh okay. just had what to crack you, a what bead you, what what you bevin on the final molson canadian sitting in the back of my fridge nice i'm very sorry for myself <laughs> uh so this is uh, this is I'm mainly pulling from well, I'm pretty, I pretty much entirely pulled this story from an article uh, from the Guardian. But um, the uh, did you know that Extinction Rebellion is a terrorist group? Hmm. I mean, as but, someone who lives in Canada, where the RCMP had internal documents saying that they would release snipers on protesters against the Coastal Link gas line, um, yes, all okay, environmentalists cool. are terrorists. Uh, yeah. So the counterterrorism police, uh, the Southeast Division, the CTPSE, uh, they put the Extinction Rebellion on a list uh, with people that should be submitted to the Prevent Program, which is a program that's like preventing that that aims to prevent those who would possibly try to commit atrocities. Um, I mean, Extinction and, is a pretty big atrocity. Yeah, that is true. To be fair. So, um, unfortunately, conspicuously absent from that list is billionaires, but whatever. Um, they, they were featured alongside a bunch of neo-Nazi terrorist organizations, which is really fun. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and read you some snippets from the, there was like a little pamphlet, like each one got a page that was like, uh, what you might see in here. Who are they? Why are they a threat? So here is, for example, why Extinction Rebellion is a threat. They are an anti-establishment philosophy that seeks system change underlies its activism oh sorry an anti-establishment philosophy that seeks change that seeks system change underlies its activism the group attracts to its even to the group attracts to its events school-aged children and adults unlikely to be aware of this um (laughs) i mean i feel like their i feel like their name kind of 
kind of puts it out there what they're yeah, going for. Yeah, like, just, just a little bit. While not violent against persons, the campaign encourages other law-breaking abilities. Now, I just want to get out in front of this and say that, like, Extinction Rebellion is definitely the most, like, cop-like uh, organization protesting climate change. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny that even the most cop, like... This was later rescinded. This like did not like this. This like did not. Uh, this had been distributed, but um, the, uh, they said CTPSE said, "Oh fuck, we made a mistake. Oopsie," and they rescinded it. Um, so I guess either they had a. I, I I'm guessing that probably points to something systemic that this stuff like prompted this to begin with. Like even if they've since said, "Oh no no no, we we made a mistake." Like. The fact that, like, this list is full of so many so many mistakes to make to get to this one big mistake. Like, for example, here are some things you might see and hear that would hint that someone is a member of Extinction Rebellion. You may also hear people speaking in strong or emotive terms about environmental issues like climate change, ecology, species extinction, fracking, airport expansion, or pollution. Oh, no. So if you, uh... so if you talk about any of those, uh, you could be a terrorist. Well, you, you, may, you may hear expressions of support for associated activist groups like Compassionate Revolution and Rising Up. Deary me. Yeah, because we hate these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, may, you may see or hear young people taking part in NVDA, nonviolent direct action, such as just like a bunch of, uh, and then they just like list a laundry list of like just basic, like sit down protests, die-ins, lock-ons, banner drops, blockading roads. Writing environmentally themed graffiti, which reminder that Extinction Rebellion's whole thing is do environmentally themed graffiti and then get arrested for it by painting your hand. I don't know if that's still their thing. I just anyone reading this pamphlet already pissed themselves just from reading. You may see or hear of young people. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, oh, here's a really good one. You may see them, the group's logo, pictured left, or the phrases "Tell the truth." rise up or rebel among individuals as personal possession because nobody else says any of those things <laughs> no if you <laughs> nobody else has ever every single time a defense lawyer has instructed a witness to tell them the truth they have been a member of the terrorist group extinction Rebellion. and they're just immediately re- arrested right there on the stand <laughs> yeah um like i said this was rescinded but i think it just kind of like the the counter-terrorist organizations don't have a, that great a hand though like it, they they do some very nice both sidesism. Uh, I, I have some other information from this document here. Like a lot of the other organizations listed here is like uh, Sonnenkrieg Division, uh, National Action, uh, Generation Identity, the Alt Right. Those are all like uh, Generation Identity is a fun one. Yeah, those they're are doing all, a lot of recruiting up uh, in my hometown. Yeah, those are all like like white like those are all like nationalist right wing of some variety nazis like others like all of those shits um but after extinction rebellion you've got animal rights extremism okay uh so you got that one but here's a fun little one which is here is, <laughs> so let's just go to let's just go to, let's just go on the list from the top to the bottom of of pa- of pages in this pamphlet National Action, which is a neo-Nazi terrorist group. Sonnenkrieg Division, which is a neo-Nazi group. Extreme Satanism, which has ties to neo-Nazism, I guess, per this pamphlet. Uh, Generation Identity. The Alt-Right. Uh, Al-Muhajirun, which is an uh, a pro-terrorist Islamic uh, group, I believe. Uh, Extinction Rebellion. Animal Rights Extremism. And lastly, Internet Use. <laughs> Well, that, okay, that one is, yeah. <laughs> that one's just true. <laughs> got me there. What you might see on here. Internet use fr- made me a terrorist. 
Views <laughs> much of the most concerning extremist material is shared through lesser known platforms like Gab, true, <laughs> 8chan, true, Patreon, huh? What? And, <laughs> okay. and Discord. And How many Nazis have been banned from Patreon? Did you say Patreon or Hatreon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I sure but I sure did say Discord who have like take it like I I have problems with discord but they have also like banned the most nazis of any other social media yeah they're really good for that their size yeah okay i'm looking at it and yeah it it does say patreon because i know patreon is the i don't know if it still exists but that's the like racist patreon i'm 100 percent sure that patreon was just a grift to get startup money and then the people just (laughs) disappeared into the night fuck uh y'all i think we got a problem here What's up? The last sign of uh, someone being a terrorist of internet use is uh, excessive time spent online. Oh, oh no. Shit. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God. Our whole podcast and all our listener base is immediately implicated. I was doing- The Zoomers are all terrorists. I was doing terrorism and I didn't even realize it. Why didn't anyone tell me? What a faux pas. Isn't the egg on my face? <laughs> I cannot believe my job has me log in and do eight hours of terror every day. I mean, I did. I did literally sing um, like the first verse of a cat song into my microphone. So I guess you could say I'm a terrorist of some kind. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Uh, anyways, that's gonna be that. That's I, I know no like no concern for like the amount of like Facebook radicalization happening or anything. No, no, or, it's like, all the, it's all about like, where the where, where leftists like, like to organized. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, they did list Gab and Eight Chan, but like, mm-hmm. and I like I I know that Patreon is a place that a lot of assholes have deci- have tried to like independently fund themselves, but also like Patreon kicks off the Nazis. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Patreon Patreon didn't let Richard. Sp- I fucking hate Patreon. Patreon is a fucking dog shit service, and the only reason it is used so prolifically is because no one else has a has like enough resources to actually make the same model right like they they just they skim so much fucking money off the top they are completely incompetent but we use them anyways but also at the very least they kick off the nazis as opposed to gab and 8chan which were made because gab was made because people were because people were being too nazi for twitter and 8chan was made because people were being too pedophilic for 4chan god now, 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 just just so go to patreon.com slash hkipgtd. Yeah, um, you mentioned the Nazi Nazi discords just reminds me of the the something awful mod. Yes, from the last week. Can you please just? That was me putting. That was like I'm I'm the DM. I just put down like a story hook and and you just like you just grab that thing hook line sinker. I don't know what this is, so please please enlighten me. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, so what happened is that, uh, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be using, uh, thank you, thank you very much to friend of the podcast, uh, Ashinu, who was my Something Awful correspondent the night that all of this went down. Yeah, yeah. The uh, only reason I know about it is because I follow goons.txt on Twitter, which <laughs> yeah. is just, like, dumb shit that people on the Something Awful forums say. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, they were, they've just been posting about this nonstop for three days now. Official HK, HKIP-sanctioned Something Awful correspondent. <laughs> Ashy News, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, Sam, are you still on Something Awful whatsoever? What? <laughs> Never. What's, How dare what's... you? <laughs> Wasn't extra credit like originally like a goons project? 
No, there, there's a lot of uh, something awful overlap with F plus and extra credit, but no, I, I've never had an account. Oh, okay, never mind then. Um, fucking. So there is this uh, a a user PPJ. Uh, pa- I believe it's Paper Plane Jones. It's Paper Plane something. I think it's Jones or whatever. But PPJ is he is a mod on the Something Awful forums who has been hated for being a total idiot. He got outed uh, for being in a Nazi Discord, and the official mod line that the mods decided to tow is that this was part of a like deep cover sting operation to prevent Nazis from infiltrating the Something Awful spaces. I guess. That's pretty badass. Yeah, it's pretty epic, and he's been doing it for, like... So, uh, so Eovald, there is a mod who got banned a couple of months ago for, like, outright... Like, tanky levels of denying the the Uyghur genocide. Like, they got... In one in one of the threads, they got, they got cornered, and someone said, admit that this genocide was real, and they just kept deflecting, so the, the admins were like, goodbye... Um, this person was banned a month ago and they had no idea about this person's, like, secret undercover Nazi operations. Oh my god. Uh, despite the, despite the fact that the mods claimed that this has been going on forever, uh, even, even, like, members of the Nazi mod server came out to, like, say that, like, hey, PPJ, you kind of just stopped posting everywhere else and started posting a lot of stuff in our, in our Nazi server. Um, so if you're gonna, like, try and, like, say that you were trying to fucking spy on us, you did not do a very good job of it. Like, he signed up with the same name, he signed up as PPJ in the Discord server. Like, he used the same name. This was not, like, undercover whatsoever. And, ugh. You you do not, under any circumstances, have to hand to the Nazis, but it was very funny that they all showed up on the thread to call him out and say that it's bullshit. He's like, you've been here saying Nazi shit for months, and you're trying to say that you weren't here, like, genuinely it's 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 very funny and also um the the other funny thing is that he's apparently been keeping watch on these guys for months and it has mm. led to exactly zero bans yeah their, their claim was like i don't know five maybe six and like this is like and um anyone who is like saying dissenting opinions is just was just getting like perma banned and pro and probationary banned for uh like once they were posting about it, they were getting banned either permanently or probationarily. Um, and it was just a very funny shit show that I got to experience third hand by being in a server with a bunch of goons. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, I love how some people will, will, will crow about something awful's like permanent relevance on the internet, and then just every single year, there's some new, just hilariously busted scandal that just shows how stupid they all are. <laughs> Oops, someone's knocking on my door. Nope. BRB. Oh, hi, Sam. It's the something awful mods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're here. They found out they found out that Sam's on a podcast yeah. and uh he's he's gonna get arrested for being too online. Yep. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad that um I successfully went for your bait there, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Um my my story that I was gonna bring to the fore today was um just like a, a twin pairing of stories about uh, two Canadian journalists that have been getting like, well, not even like, they're, they're two Canadian people who've worked with journalists more than they are themselves journalists, uh, but they've both been covering uh, different uh, scandals in Canada and have been getting a ton of hate and doxing for it. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the most recent one, uh, who is Kurt Phillips, who has been for 12 years anonymously tracking Nazis, like, and actually doing something about it, unlike this Something Awful mod. 
He has. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Paper Plane Jeffrey, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, thank is. you, Paper Plane Jeffrey. <laughs> and basically, Johnson. he's Pee Pee Johnson over here. <laughs> I'm sorry, that one really got me. That's a pretty good one. Oh, hey, what if it was like, you know the, 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 uh, the Bye Bye Man poster that's like the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man? <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I actually have a nickname now if we want to start the episode over. <laughs> uh, anyways, Matt, go on. So, for 12 years, he's been working, like, basically within hate groups in Canada, and, sub- like, basically sending their names to the, uh, the Anti-Racist Canada Collective, who are like a collective of mostly anonymous, um, like just journalists and internet people who help journalists, and essentially just like doxing Nazis left and right for about 12 years. And his identity was recently made public by Kean Bexty, who's a, a rebel media guy. He's like in his early 20s, but looks like he's in his late 30s. You know the type. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's like, he's a huge Rhodesia stan. Like, just really, really loves white South Africa. That's always oh. good. Hmm. Okay. You know, just just the really famously good sign. And also, um, the other person oh, who's you mean doing... Oh, like, you, like, you mean like our favorite musky husky? <laughs> and um, the other person who's, like, who's big on uh, spreading his name around is Andy No. Ah, mm. our favorite. And yeah, so naturally he responded, and then there's 41 replies saying you provide kill list to Adam Waffen. So he's doing great online as always. Um, and so yeah, so basically he's being doxed and has has been has been facing a lot of legal threats. He's joined the um, Canadian Anti Hate Network now as a board member in like a public ma- manner, and is going to be continue working towards his aims. Uh, so I'm gonna just probably retweet his original post on the. Uh, the HKIP account, and then people have a look at that and see ways that you can help foster the spirit of anti-racism in Canada, uh, because we sure do need it. So another spot that the uh, that anti-racist Canada does a lot of work is in various like radical Facebook groups, of which there are like so that's where like all Canadian racism just seems to be is Facebook. Like there are Canadian racists that go on other boards, like you know like your Stormfronts and your Iron Marches and all this. Uh, and several of them were doxxed in the last month when um, Iron March's forum logs all became public. So, like, a lot of people who were, like, in the army reserves in Canada and who just happened to be open fascists all got booted from the military, which is good. I mean, the military is still existing. Not great. But, you know, <laughs> you yeah. win some, you lose some. Um, so, yeah, there's um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of Facebook posting from groups like... Um, the, the the sorry they're the urban infidels there's the yellow vest canada all these kind of groups and he just kind of keeps tabs on them the other person that i wanted to uh give a shout out to today was bashir muhammad he's um an edmonton based um so i'm not even sure if he would consider himself a journalist but i know he's uh he's had a lot of problems with the um, with uh, the rebel media as well because he went to board meetings for the Edmonton Catholic School Board because there was a child who was kicked out of school for wearing a do-rag and basically got faced with gang accusations and he's just been getting nothing but uh, doxing and hate since then. Jesus. Yeah, I heard about this one. Fun. Yeah, yeah, so he's basically 
the only reason he's still on Twitter now is so that he can publicly, like, keep tabs on, like, the internet hatred around him to help his case because he's basically, he's going to be suing Rebel Media, which, like, all power to him because fuck Rebel Media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck me to Rebel Media. I mean, not to say that, like, even the the ostensibly left-wing CBC aired an entire documentary on the weekend about passport babies. Um, this oh, one really God, fucking yeah, boiled my that. blood. I was so mad about that. So I I, I saw like I saw a clip. I I think I saw a clip about that on in both like a, a CBC. You said CBC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw a clip. I saw a CBC clip of that, and I also saw a Hannity clip of that. So you know, it's great when the when the left wing Canada media and Sean Hannity are on the same. Is, on the same, on the fucking same page. Is Passport Babies, like, some chain migration shit? Yes, it is. Um, so here, I'm just going to read a clip from the, the Toronto Star on this. Uh, the following is a rough storyline of the doc that aired Sunday night. Foreign women, mostly from China, fly into the country to have babies at our hospitals so the infants can become Canadian citizens to reap the attendant benefits. The oh mothers are God. plowing up to 70,000 into the country to give birth. Some don't pay up. In any case, they are burdening the system. Some 5,000 babies have been born to non-residents. Do you want to know how many babies are born in Canada every year? I'm going to guess it's more than five. Is it like 6,000 maybe? Seven? Uh, 350,000 babies a year. Uh, are born see. in Canada. Let's sorry. So, you said you said three hundred and fifty. Yeah, three hundred fifty thousand. Hmm. Okay. So these five thousand, and this is just people born. This is just babies born to foreign residents in general. Are they all passport babies? How many are just born to international students? How many are tourists? How many are medical emergencies? How many are undocumented migrants? How many are new immigrants? Yeah. Like, yep. does resident I, mean card-carrying permanent residents? Like, none of this, none of the, like, obvi- um... Obviously, there should be no attempts to jurisdict this, but any attempt to jurisdict this, like, there is such a... Well, yeah, let's just, like, even if... There is such, like, a, a fucking, like, gray zone of, like, white... If I mean, 100% just... of these babies were passport babies and heavy scare quotes, that would be 1.4% of all births. And they dedicated a multiple hours-long documentary on a public broadcaster to airing unfettered white propag- like white nationalist propaganda. Did they say how like 5,000 in the last year? Or did they like just say like that, 5, that was that was per that was um let's see. I think they said last year it was 5,000. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so like the 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 big crow is that they're all is that they're all burdening the system as if like the Canadian healthcare system isn't just consistently burdened by the austerity forced upon it by both provincial and federal governments. Yeah, like if you, like if you nobody t- if you has t- increased healthcare transfer funding to the provinces out of any of the federal governments we've had since 1993. Yeah, like, like the federal transfers. Yeah. Federal transfers to the provincial healthcare system have been cut significantly and consistently by both liberals and conservatives, basically since I've been bo- since I was born. Jesus. And now there's now there's just like our fucking public broadcaster, who like I know someone in the news department. He might be getting like an angry phone call from me soon once I am you know. Once I get into ability to yell at my own relatives mode, um, which is a hard mode to get into. Um, Because I I just, I really need to know what the fuck happened that allowed this story to get aired. Like, it's complete bullshit. Yeah, I've been been finding myself in a, like, there is just no, like, large left-wing news. Oh yeah, we have nothing. Like, Everything I, that we have, we have to build ourselves and keep alive ourselves. Like, the, like I, I guess, like the 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 leftmost site that I have access to is like probably Al Jazeera, and and Al Jazeera is like it's a state apparatus of 
was it is it the Qatari government? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I don't want to say. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go for sure on that. But I know that yeah. that's the form in which it was created. Yeah. So like uh, you know, not great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, but like, shy of that, like, what, what's the leftmost thing I have after that? Like MSNBC. Like, Pretty much. Like, like CNN. Like CNN yeah. was my CNN is my go-to. Like, what is new? Like, I don't want to know what like actual like fucking. I don't want to read any of the stories. I just want like the quick fucking bullet notes from. Yeah, it's well, like my 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 total interaction with CNN as a news organization is that people like to have it on at the gyms, and I read their chirons. <laughs> yeah. Just to get like a quick update of what's going on before yeah. I go, you know, read a real news site about it. Yeah. Like, um, like Canada has a few, like, independent journalism outfits, but, like, all of them are basically entirely listener-funded. Like, even Canada Land, which is a pretty relatively large podcasting outlet, is funded mostly through Patreon. And that's true of, um, like, Ricochet Media is also pretty much all self-funded. That's where, like, the Alberta Advantage, uh, 49th Parallel, and all those kind of podcasts are all from. Yeah. Um, so like and the with, Canadian Left podcast, they're all basically self-funded, each through Patreon. Like nobody's funding these things. We have to do it ourselves because, essentially, what we're interested in is not in the interest of money and capital. Yeah. For for further reading on that, see the fucking uh, beheading of Deadspin by Jim Spanafeller last. Uh, last D- Jim Spanafeller the herb. Jim Spanafeller. <laughs> The assassination of Deadspin by the Arab Jim, Sp- Jim Spanafeller. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 brutal. And it like, is, yeah. if anyone has any recommendations for like le- for like further left news sites that I'm not aware of, please feel free to sh- feel free to at me for this. They've yeah, all been well, shut like, down. I don't have any. Uh, yeah, there's there's not much left. It's pretty much uh, all oh, down to like, podcasting now, baby. Uh, how about Gawker? Is Gawker still around? I don't Gawker's think Gawker's still around. Still around. <laughs> I'm pretty Gawker's sure Gawker doesn't nice. exist anymore. Peter Thiel didn't just like gangland ex- gangland style execute that website with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much. And then like half the Gawker stuff got folded into the Gizmodo Media Group, and then yeah. half of those sites all got shut down. Like Splinter got shut down. Yeah. Uh, by the Herb Jim Spanfeller. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. Uh, there's just a complete reckless disregard for independent journalism in this entire age everything keeps getting bought out by vulture capitalists capitalists and then strip mined for parts and that is what will befall anyone who takes money from the wrong people and like the shitty part about it is that sometimes you need to take money to survive and it just might lead to your own death within three years yep and then sometimes you just don't have a choice over it at all such as like the whole editorial and writing staff having no input to any of the buyouts to any of those sites Mm mm-hmm and that's what podcasts are for. And that's yeah. what podcasts are for. Like, you pay, like, five bucks a month to Libsyn. You're fine. I pay. I paid a host a server that's in the Netherlands somewhere. It's fine. Yeah, perfectly fine. Mr. Mr. Spend Ugh. money to make money. Sometimes you gotta spend money to make money. Sometimes you gotta spend money to spend money to lose your job. <laughs> uh, yeah, ain't that just the way. Mm-mm-mm. So, Roy, did you have a story uh, to take on today? Yeah, uh, so, uh, remember, remember Mitch McConnell? Oh, Mitch McTurtle? Yeah, Bitch McTurtle, uh, he, uh, Mitch, Bitch McTurtle be sitting on some eggs, which, uh, you can also call bills. Um, so there's, like, 400 bills, bills, bills that bills, the- Turtles don't bills, have bills, they have beaks. Bills, bills, bills. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so, um- Congress has passed, uh... Wait, hold on, hold huh? on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
What if it was Bill's Nye the Turtle Guy? Hmm. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. How about Bill's Die the Turtle the Turtle Guy? Oh no! shit. Bio 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 bio. Uh, so, in 2019, Congress passed 70 bills into law. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't seem like very many, considering how many days there are in a year. Uh, yeah, and um, usually... Uh, well, don't forget, the government The government was shut down for, what, two months? And that's kind of... Remember how Obama got the government... Listen, I know I, I know it's... I, 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 I hate bringing up the remember how Obama... But this one drives me up the fucking wall every time I think about it. Do you remember how Obama's government... The, the government got shut down under Obama for, like, a week, and it was all anyone could talk about? And then Trump shut the government down for, like, a month and a half, and, like... It was just fine. It's, it's kind of just, like... It was like, fine dated. when he did it. Yeah, it was fine when he did it. Yeah. It was fine and normal. I mean, that's just... That's the case. That's the case with everything. Like someone, like one of the fucking one, one of the presidents, one of the president's men was on television today saying that the uh, the imminent. Sorry to bring up the Iran stuff. I know we said we won't, but one of the president's guys was on uh, some news today and just saying like, so the imminent threat. We didn't know where or when it was going to happen, but we knew it was imminent. And you can just. It turns out you can just fucking say things. And if you're a Republican, it's whatever. But if you say that like. If you say that the Legend of Zelda came out in 1996 instead of 1998, you get your and you're a liberal, you get your head on a pike. Yeah, like the classic the, uh, when Bernie Sanders said like 500,000 people yep. go into debt, and they were like, um, actually, it's 5,001. Yeah. Yeah. How many Pinocchios is the Washington the Post was. giving this one? Huh. Hey, hey! Remember how the Washington Post can't stop posting pictures of Bernie Sanders doing like doing uh, poses with his hands together on posts about how he's made money? It's probably nothing. Anyway, what's what's <laughs> Mitch McConnell up to? Uh, yeah, what's 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 Mister Fucking Master of Disguise up to? Um, so usually when Congress is in session, Dana Carvey, uh, they pass uh, about you know somewhere in the range of three hundred to five hundred bills. Um. Kind of not the case here. He's got like 400 bills that he's just not doing anything with because all he really gives a shit about is appointing judges. Uh, And he's just trying to fast track them through, uh, especially now because um, uh, our funny president uh, is, you know, the whole impeachment thing is happening. Um, So on the off chance anything actually happens with that, which I seriously doubt... um, you know, there'll still be a lot of people in power, you know, ruining, ruining things for the rest of us. Um, but there's, like, a big list of uh, bills that Mitch McConnell is doing fuck all with, and most of them are just, like, completely innocuous. Um, just, like, things that shouldn't be controversial at all. Things that are completely bipartisan that, like, nobody's arguing yeah. about, and he's just not doing anything with them because he has better things to do, I guess. Yeah, well, so, I mean, Republicans realized, like, in the early 2000s that the biggest thing that they can do to completely control the government, even when they're not ostensibly in power, is to pack lower courts, pack the houses, and get things into state legislatures. And the fact that he's just doing that without doing any of the other things that are ostensibly his job is like, it's very mask off in a way that he kind of already is, but like even more so like he took the mask off and then he peeled off his own face afterwards just to like really, really emphasize how little mask there is. Yeah. He like, he's just completely maskless. Like he is, he's like, you know, like you, you, you do some like luchador wrestling and then the mask comes off and it's horrible, but for him, it's good. It's good and fine. 
Remember, it's like, that's just his whole thing. His whole thing is just making sure that no party is able to do anything. And just make sure that, yeah, yeah no change ever happens. Things just stall. And it's fine. Well, it's small government. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm really hoping that, like, the Appalachian left can, like, rise up and kitch, kick Bitch Bic- McTurtle out of power. Please. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a long shot. That'd be very nice. There, there are just, like, a good, like, that, that portion of the United States, which is so, like, regularly ignored by, you know, ivory tower Democrats who really only care about coastal cities, mm-hmm. which do exist. Yep. It's basically the entire DNC. That's what they are. Um, and they will consistently ignore these poorer parts of the country yes. that regularly have, you know, like, you know, high minority populations, high incidences of opiate abuse, and these kind of problems that you would, you know, try to fix if they were happening in places that they cared about, but they don't care about any of these places. Yeah. And if they reached out to these people in any meaningful way, then possibly then we wouldn't have to deal with Bitch McTurtle every fucking year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mr. McTurtle, did y'all see that Pelosi is preparing to send in the articles? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really I'm really excited for him to not open that envelope, burn it on C-SPAN, and then just, like, I don't know, fucking Fortnite dance and break his neck. <laughs> Mitch McConnell has never heard I of know, Fortnite. I know I go to this well all the time, but, like, I the idea that anyone doing Orange Justice is really <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> It is really funny, to be fair. I mean, the thing that we need to have is Orange Justice, Trump impeached. <laughs> that's the real Orange Justice that we were all hoping for this whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's when you that's think not about it. Happen. Bitch, my turtle is gonna. Bitch, my turtle is gonna have the, uh, the the things in his hand for like two seconds. Shoot it with a gun, and then fucking like say, and then just put, then just eat the microphone and say, no. But Sarah. <laughs> What if the Democrats all do orange justice? Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> wait. If they if they all did orange justice? Yeah, yeah. At the same time, I'm pretty sure the the power of that would just knock Trump onto his butt, funny, and then he would quit <laughs> because he pooped his pants. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty. Fuck, good. that's funny. It's really it's pretty funny. funny. God, comedy. Would it be? Oh man, it's just really funny. Would it be better if all of the Democrats did orange justice like synchronized, or if they were kind of out of sync? <laughs> I think it has to be perfectly synchronized to Man, that's a that's a hell of a visual. <laughs> just like the sound the sound of like the sound font that plays alongside the orange justice yeah, yeah. is just deafening. This... Just it is it is if a hundred it is if hundreds of orange justices cried out at once and if justice suddenly they were all silenced. And then someone would post it to YouTube with the caption blue justice base boosted. <laughs> uh can we talk here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hey Sam. I feel like it's our fault that Thrush Musk is going to be real. Oh my god, Thrush Musk is gonna be real. We we spoke it into existence. Unfortunately, it is with a heavy heart that we must announce that we spoke Thrush Musk into existence. Am I alone in... I truly, truly believed in my bones that Elon Musk and Grimes had broken up. Me too! Like I also ago. thought I saw this. But I, th- I guess it must have just been like a rough patch and then they just weren't super public about them still being together. But like they were sitting next to each other at the Game Awards. So I at Do least we get- knew they were back together since then. Is this some fucking Mandela effect shit? Are we? Holy shit! Oh I'm God. sorry. Did anyone else see the trailer for the Mandela effect movie? There's a 
I did very much see the trailer for the Mandela effect There, movie, There yes. is literally a dramatic shot of this guy, like, sitting down on a bed or something and putting something on his lap, and he, like, brushes some dust off of it, and it says, it's a like, Berenstain Bears yeah. Oh my fucking god. I need... Link me. If you don't link me... I'll, I'll link you. Jesus. I'm... Like, I need to see the word Berenstein Bears with, like, a scary sound with the over fucking, it. Uh, <laughs> with the Inception blom yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah, here, okay. Oh my fucking god. God, that there... reminds me. I need to get the Inception oh, blom for the Christ soundboard this. for when I bring the soundboard back. Hi, Sarah. The thing Good. is, this movie... Uh, one, one, it's a uh, one oh six, one oh five for the Berenstein Bears. We'll have to link this on the Twitter the, or something. The, 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 the trailer genuinely looked interesting up until that point. Oh my! Fucking Here's the thing. Jesus. This movie can be very good. It's a concept it? that you can do a lot with. If have you? Okay. If, you know what? No, 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 Sam. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you one thing. This movie can be done very good. It's already been done very good, and it's a movie called Coherence, and I cannot recommend it enough. It is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Okay, but this movie, okay, could be good if if cameos from Shaq and Sinbad. Oh my God! Yes. No, no. They have <laughs> okay, to be in. Okay. That will make this movie perfect. If they get through the whole fucking movie without making a mention of the fake movie. Of Kazam, or sorry, the fake movie of Shazam. Kazam's just the real like, one, Just right? like really, really dramatic well, music on, playing on. as the protagonist goes to his friend and is like, hey, you remember the movie Shazam, right? <laughs> and the guy's like, what, from 2019? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Fucking Billy, what's his name? Oh yeah, I like Zach Levy. He seems like a nice guy. Oh my god. Okay, my, my question, my question is, Sarah, will you be covering this on fear baiting, and if so, I gotta be on it. Yes, and yes, of course, without a doubt. Thank like, you, is, God. I haven't. This... I also haven't been on fear baiting in a while, so I also want to be there. <laughs> this oh is God, the fucking schlock- momentous. For what it's worth, I I, I don't think that this is a horror movie. It is now. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's a novel. We'll make one. it one. It's scary Berenstein's. Are Listen, you shitting me, Sam? <laughs> Sam, Sam. That's the true. Sk- the Berenstein Bears book that he was looking at was uh, the fucking Halloween one or whatever. Hold it on, is. hold on, hold on. Scarenstein Bears. <gasps> All right. Oh, oh, it's the Berenstein Bears in the dark. They literally picked the scariest Berenstein Bears book that they could have <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about Thrush Musk. Thrush yeah, so Musk. Thrush Musk real. Thrush Musk confirmed. Okay, okay, so okay, the Rush thing Musk about Elon Musk, the thing about Elon Musk is that he has five sons and all of them are test tube babies. Do you think he did the natural nut for this one or do you think it was in, it was implanted? <laughs> is this episode going to be called the natural nut? Oh. God. Nobody's answering my question. I'm just thinking of like I don't the thing is that answering that question, like even considering the, to answer that question, is making me imagine them in the throes of quote passionate quote here's, lovemaking. Here's the He's thing. making here's the this. Thing. He makes the same face that he did when he was hitting the he was hitting the weed on Joe Rogan. He here's makes that thing. face th- when he. Fuck nuts. you for reminding me of that. He fucking. Um, uh, he's just like fucking like he's like watching the veterans like okay honey I've like, done all the calculations and if I thrust at a 2.8 miles per hour velocity that will achieve maximum sexual pleasure and she's just like she's just like in bed and I don't know a weird thing about it. someone say a weird thing that for Grimes to be doing I kind of flounder the back half of this 
So and the thing is, I, I genuinely was... do like the music of Grimes. So that was just like she does. She does sound like that, though. Here's yeah. the thing. The, Matt, the, the, Matt. The, the thing is, it's really funny that um, despite what she said, despite the man that she describes in the song Belly of the Beast, um, uh, despite what she says in that, she very much does love a man who uh, does get sad and get sick quite constantly. Here's the thing, Matt. Okay. Sorry, I don't know any Grimes, so I have no response to that. Here's the thing, Matt. Uh, you ask if the baby would be a test tube baby or the natural nut. And you are referring to the baby of a woman who talked about changing her name to the C that is the symbol for the speed of light. Yes. So I can't imagine if Elon Musk is a test tube man, surely they would be a test tube couple. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. That does make sense. I also want to bring up a point that was uh, that was noted by... Uh, host of the show, Alex Leafcrunch, earlier. Uh, she could not be here for this episode today, but she did bring this up. Um, her name now being C, which is the symbol for the speed of light, and Elon's name being Elon. Arrange those letters. What does it spell? Clone. 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 They're all just going to be little Elons. He's going to make more of himself. And he's oh gonna my use... god, he's, he's gonna call it the fucking Elon S, the second one's gonna be the Elon E, then the Elon X. <laughs> and he's gonna say, I have several sexy children, because that's the kind of thing he would say. Eflon Musk. Eflon Musk. <laughs> Press Eflon in the chat. <laughs> and Ron Musk. Eflon yeah, I mean, Musk. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's trying his goddamn best to Enron his own companies. Jesus. I, he like how does how how is Tesla still a corporate like he has broke I have like of all like the businessmen I see he has definitely broken the most laws in the he most breaks laws all the time manners. like he, like like hey there hey just, remember there, how he bought the right to call himself the Tesla founder from the people who actually founded it God that's right oh my God um there there are two there are two people who are very good at doing crimes and then talking about them on Twitter and or doing crimes on Twitter and their names are Donald Trump and Elon Musk <laughs> I, I just and I'm not I'm not I, I, I just, are you really surprised considering that like Uber exists and like ever the more illegal your company is the more people want it to exist that is yeah. true because Certainly it's making true. money for someone and that's what really matters. Is it making money for the workers? That means it's bad. We've never learned anything from any occurrence ever in history. Speaking speaking of never learning anything from anything in history, did y'all hear that the Dow Jones hit fucking twenty nine thousand? Who gives a fuck? We won. We did it. Was there was there ever was there ever a period? Um, maybe celebrate good times. Some kind of like I don't know in the twenties or something where like there was a celebration. I think Sarah. I think I think that's some Berenstein universe shit. To be honest, uh, are you yeah, saying, that this, is the Baron, this is the Baron Stein universe, yeah. where there were not, where there were not, where there was not Black Wednesday. Or t- are you saying that in a decade called the twenties, uh, the economy looked like the numbers were really good, and then really bad things happened? No, not never. No, that didn't happen. The thing about the, the the thing about the economy, the way it is structured now, is that it is basic. Like I know that this is a big funny economist thing that every time that a bunch of economists say that nothing bad's going to happen to the economy that's when something really bad happens yeah so sarah i hope you didn't give smile all of those crickets because (laughs) we're gonna be eating crickets soon (laughs) 
Well, I think the, this is um, the last one. The long story short is that basically the the richest people have have formed the economy in a way that it doesn't damage them when things go wrong. Yes. Yep. And as such, significant market crashes like the great like the one in the 29 aren't going to happen in the same way. It's just going to be a slow boil of austerity over the course of 20 years, um, which we've already been experiencing for 30 years. So it's just going to be, you know, another 20 of those. So more regular shit. Yeah, we'll it's see. just going to be, it's the regular shit. And it's just going to keep happening that way. That's all. Bernie might be president next year. Bernie might be president next year, but it just reminds me of um, noted, noted now shithead Bob Ray, who is the leader of the Ontario NDP when they briefly formed government. Uh, in Ontario, and essentially every time he tried to put any left-of-center policy through, businesses just said, we're just going to close a bunch of factories and delete jobs to make you look bad. And I feel like people are even more likely to do that 20 years later, especially in America. Yeah. Like, I feel like there, there could be a complete business class revolt where they just make everything bad. Because they they have the power to do that. They've always had the power to do that. That do that. The economy has always just been a room with a bunch of levers, and then a bunch of idiots just moving the levers around. Yeah. And that's like that's why Bernie doesn't can't necessarily save us, and why people need to organize. That's true. Uh, general strike. Fucking take a page from France and. Uh... Uh, India's book. Shout out, shout out to India, who, which now currently has a general strike seven times the population of Canada, which is getting absolutely zero Western news coverage. Jesus. I very, I very hope that I, I, this, this is going to sound like me being sarcastic at, uh, the, the previous, uh, uh, uh India pro, uh, general strikes. I genuinely do truly hope that this one has more of an impact than the last ones did, because I feel like the last one that, at least the last one, of, uh, at least the last one out of India that I heard about got a lot of publicity around the time of it happening, and then I didn't hear anything about the other, other end of it. The problem and... is that the BJP is extremely popular among the people it's popular with. Yeah. Um, which is Hindu nationalists. Yeah. And as someone whose family left India in, like, the mid-50s because of <laughs> rising Hindu nationalism, um, it's not good, folks. <laughs> But, but that's that's well out of our area of expertise. How about we talk about some? How about we? How about we uh, slide this motherfucker into shoutouts? Yeah, what okay. Would you hey, right. hey, I, hey, I've got a hey. Shout out. I'll go okay, back. no, you could go first. Okay, I'm, this, cool. just, I'm just going to explode if I don't get to talk about it. So you know. Okay. Well, okay, then go first, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. Okay. I can't believe that like two days after we announced that we weren't going to be recording any fucking episodes in December. <laughs> It was announced that Pete Buttigieg was working for fucking Loblaws in the middle of the bread price-fixing scandal that caused the price of a loaf of bread to increase increase over 300%. And Pete Buttigieg says, I'm not an expert on a lot of things, but one thing that you can say I'm an expert on is Canadian grocery store pricing. Hmm. And he just happened to work for the largest chain, which led a nationwide bread price fixing scandal, or a price bread price fixing scheme for over fifteen years. I'm sure. And he just happened to be there, right in the middle of it. Pete, 
Bread truth. Yeah. I, I really do love I bread really emoji love... chart trending up emoji. What is the truth? I, I really do love whenever I, I I know this is just like kind of how we how things are, but like I love whenever a company does something like heinously illegal and they're and makes a lot of money doing it, and their punishment is hey give us money, and they're and not hey dissolve your fucking company, you piece. Oh of yeah, shit. yeah. You want to know what they had to pay for this? <clears throat> they uh, had to what? pay a settlement, which was like a hilariously low amount. Um, and they paid out that settlement to Canadians by sending us all $25 gift cards to their grocery store. What the fuck? That is how they paid out their settlement. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to do anything. They just got their money back. They, they, not only did they get their money back, they made money. I, like, Uh absolutely they made money on that. Like, like, there's gonna be, there's someone in there that, you know, you go, like, however many they had, had to send out, how many people went to the grocery store and the total was like, okay, your total is 26.52 or whatever. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, 26.50, because Canada doesn't do pennies anymore. No. Um, which, God, I, God, I would kill for that. I mean, we still, we still do if it's a digital transaction. Yeah, but... But, like, let's say, like, the, the price of bread during this, like, whole thing was, like, over $5 for a loaf of bread. That's so much fucking Jesus money. Jesus Christ. So that's five loaves of bread for 15 years of purchases. So you get one... You, if you were to spend this out at the rate of the period of time that this scandal was going on, you would be able to buy one loaf of bread every three years. You remember mm, that one? Yummy. You, remember the, uh, you remember the fucking Mickey Mouse uh, uh, Christmas Carol adaptation where he, like, slices, like, the ghost-thin slice of bread <laughs> for, di- for yeah. Donald Duck? <laughs> Basically... That's what you're eating with the lot of My favorite thing about this whole, like, this whole bit is that the second it was announced that um, he'd done anything with grocery store prices, Canadian left Twitter just seized upon it immediately. Like so many people have bread emoji chart trending up emoji in their in their like Twitter names right now. It's really fun and, to like, see. It really pissed off a lot of like American pundits who really like Pete Buttigieg. They're like, "Where is your proof, sir?" <laughs> it's so fucking funny because like. Canada has, like, this thing where we just get really excited if anyone's talking about us at all. <laughs> like, that's just, like, a that's a part of the Canadian national identity, is that if anything can be related to us in any way, we kind of have to latch on it. But it's just really funny that it was only Canadian left Twitter. And so, like, a bunch of pundits faced an army of people who just shitpost all the time. And the results were never not funny. <laughs> Okay, you're allowed to talk now. I've been holding okay. that for like a month. <laughs> All right. Um, my sh- the shout out that I'm bringing this week is, um, hey, Games Done Quick's happening. Yeah, GDQ. Gaming. Yep, and as always, GDQ is coming with some fucking thing down the pipes because, god damn it, they cannot keep their fucking shit clean. Like, it's just, it, it is so infuriating to see this thing that, like, I, I heralded as, like, so, like, just this, this bastion of inclusivity and then just, like, over the years, it's just gotten, like, more and more, and, like, I-, I feel like they've at least slowed their, their like, slide to, like, the right. I-, I feel like they've at least, like, managed to be less bad about mm-hmm. it, but there's still managed to be scandals. Like, for example, this year, when the Final Fantasy VIII runner uh, was revealed to be, um... A straight-up Nazi, no? A supporter of a right-wing government in, uh... Spain? Spain, thank you, yes. Was he a big Franco fan? Um, he's a fan of the government, he's a fan of the Vox government. Ugh. Not to be, not to be confused with the Vox Media Corporation, obviously. Um, and also had stuff in, like, in his, in his bio that was, like, 
Um, he, uh, his handle was Say, like, hate feminazis or something. Yeah, he hates yeah, feminazis. Yeah. Uh, he described himself as uh, demi-non-binary, and the pronouns listed were Luz slash Luz, which is short for their handle, which... Like, were those that, were those how his pronouns were listed on the actual GDQ run? No, no, I, no, 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 on his, on his, on, on his... Okay, because I'd be like, because, like, the thing that, the thing that I thought was kind of nice is that they started displaying people's pronouns on the, uh, below their runner name, and yeah, if, they, the, if, like, that managed to get through, I'd be like, okay, that's a bit fucking much, you think you'd notice that? Yeah, yeah. the, I mean, after his, after his run finished, uh, someone from GDQ told him that he's been, he's banned for the next 18 months, which is... Not enough, um, but, you know... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I'm it's, really just hoping it's like a probationary kind of ban, and that they'll continue to extend it later. And like you know, they'll take some of that time to like you know keep tabs on them. Yeah, and I I I, uh, I, I hope that he does not. I I, I genuinely I, I genuinely hope that Luz does not dig his heels in over this, and like actually decides to grow. Because I hate I, I I love speedrunning I love the speedrunning community I I there are there are bad people in it and it makes me yeah. mad but I do wish that like I I would much rather they change for the better than them just like existing as shitheads in their own in their own little cloistered area of the speedrunning community mm-hmm. yeah I mean that's true of everyone who sucks yeah yep yeah um and also the uh, <laughs> did you guys see that the, did you guys hear about the Doom speedrunner the what. Um, so there was this guy who was speedrunning the 2016 version of Doom, and in the middle of it, he was like, hey, just wanted to say a uh, big thank you to the troops out there, uh, you know, you're, protect- you're sacrificing your freedom to protect ours, and there was this big audience applause, and then he says, so get out there and rip and tear, and the applause just died. Oh, boy. Ooh. And for those of you who have not played Doom, I, I don't, I've actually never- Doom I mean, like, that's like a, Doom? it's a Doom line, but like, you know- it is. It I'm, is. Like, it is. He didn't just say rip and tear out of nowhere, but he did very much tell the U- U.S. soldiers to rip and tear. Think about the That's optics of what you're bad. saying there, the buddy. Thing is, the <laughs> thing is, the reason that the Doom guy can rip and tear is because he is facing down literal actual hell spawn, like literal demons from hell. That's a shame because otherwise that run was really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know it was good. I saw. Um... I haven't watched much of it, but I saw uh, Half Coordinated streaming Earth Defense Force 5. Oh, I gotta watch that. That was Any Half Coordinated good. run half, is very good. Yeah, Half Coordinated is so fucking good. And it's like, right like right after we're done recording today is when the Taskbot block starts. Oh, fuck. And, like, since this won't be coming out for, like, a day or a bit after we're done recording, because that's always how it is, um, I would highly recommend seeking out the video on demands on Twitch. Um, or or just go to gdqvods.com and then click the event AGDQ 2020 and check out the videos of that because there's there's something that's just so fun about watching a robot break a game. God, test <laughs> and that, I, I'm gonna say that that's straight up. That's just my my that's my lightbringer is just watching watching tasks uh, watching I, task spot runs. I finally <laughs> watched for the first time uh, uh, the commentated video of the half a press rolling rocks thing. You just oh watched it for the first time. I. It's I, it's something it that I've always seen long? in my recommendations, but I'm like, ah, oh, this is kind of long. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it yeah. is so good. <laughs> um, my my number one recommendation as far as runs that I've seen thus far in Games Done Quick is uh, the speedrun of uh, Mushihime Sama Futari 1.01, which is a bullet hell game, and I 
the the entire one was just a an exercise in anxiety and watching someone just fly this inc incredibly tiny pixel through just waves and waves of bullets and it was it's like so... the textbook definition of threading the needle. Yeah, like my like my eyebrows were literally like above my forehead for the entire time. I was... <sighs> it's so good. It was really good. Um, I mean, I guess we can move into Lightbringers now unless um, we have more. Shout -outs. I have one more shout out. Um, okay. And this is going to start out sad, but I'm going to turn it around. Um, oh, right. So uh, we just found out, the whole world uh, found out that Neil Neil Pert of Rush uh, died earlier this week. Um, I'm very, very, very fucking sad about it. Rush is one of my favorite bands. They have been for a very long time. Um, and he wasn't that old um he died like after, late 60s right? yeah late he was 67 um he had uh he had been diagnosed with brain cancer i guess a few years ago um and uh he actually died on tuesday but they just kind of released the information early uh a few hours ago as of recording this um and you know i'm i am very sad about it it is very sad uh you know it's not great to think about um you know his mm -hmm. his family and everything um but, um, you know, I just kind of want to turn that around into, you know, everything that uh, Rush has meant to me uh, since I was, you know, in high school, which, like, for some, you know, some listeners and even some of our hosts that, you know, since high school, quote unquote, is not a very long time. But for me, it was like half my life ago. Um, yeah. So it's it's been a very well. Very... You are you are the designated podcast grandma. I am the designated podcast grandma, and you know it's you know it's just something that's brought me together with a lot of people. Um, I have a lot of memories tied to it. I kind of talked about this on Twitter earlier, but um, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of tribute and paying my respects, I guess. Uh, so yeah. I do, I do like to listen to the music of Russian. I'm not just saying that because I am a, like, designated by law to do it as a Canadian. <laughs> um, but one thing that you could really hand it to them for is, like, getting over their objectivist phase. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because they very much did have one yeah. and then said, wait, no, other people matter. Yeah. And it would be really nice if largely the internet right could just, you know, do that. Yeah. Because so, so much of the internet right is just, like, weird lonely people that get indoctrinated into this by bad faith actors who are just looking to increase their their numbers yeah and just think about other people mm -hmm. a little bit and maybe you'll get there yeah like look and so yeah yeah, yeah look to rush for some you know introspection on that mm -hmm. yeah and then maybe one day the wizard will unslap your balls <laughs> <laughs> in 2020 we are all unslapped Twitter.com slash r slash no slap. Anyone else have any uh, shout outs or we want to slide on into Lightbringers? We're good for we're good for shout outs, I think, and I basically already said mine, so cool. I just like watching um, Taskbot runs. That's me this year. <laughs> um my Lightbringer this week is you know what time it is. It's the new anime season. Yeah, baby. Keep baby. your um, hands off Azoken. Yeah, that's, it's, um, so Masaki Yuasa is the director of one of my favorite animes of all time, Ping Pong the Animation, and, um, 
He has done other stuff, which is on my list to watch, but I have not had a chance to sit down with yet, like uh, like Tatami Galaxy, Devilman Crybaby, Kaiba. Um, but he has a new show out, which is an anime about making anime called Keep Your Hands Off Azuken. And if the rest of the show is as good as this first episode was, this will be my favorite show of the year, and it will be in talks by the time 2030 comes... By the time 2029 comes around, I'm having to do a decade retrospective. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, this wow. sounds hyperbolic, and I feel so weird saying this, but <laughs> I cannot... I, can, I genuinely cannot, like, in my head, fathom a show that I want more than this that the industry would actually give me. This is so just brimming with life and heart, and, like, the first episode is... It felt very, like, uh, a reference to, like, old-school Miyazaki, and I'm really excited to see if, like, the next episodes are, like, focused on different uh, anime directors. Like, if we get, like, a Mamoru Hosoda episode, or if we get, like, a Satoshi Kon episode, I would absolutely fucking kill for that. But Masaki Yuasa fucking kicked down the door to 2020, slapped his dick on the table, and said, beat this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wanna. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I watched I watched the first episode a couple days ago. It's really good. Yeah, it just warms my heart. Oh, and the opening is a uh, uh, dual 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 fucking recommendation here. Um, the opening is done by a Japanese uh, hip hop group uh, called Kelmico. I've been listening to their album a couple of their albums over the last couple of days. They are so 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 fucking good. I really can't recommend them enough. Um, if you like the parts on Caro Caro Benito albums where she talks more than she sings. Uh, I really would recommend. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. C- Sarah. C H E L M I C O. Yeah. Sarah. What's up? Have you listened to Hal Kali? I haven't. I'll have to. I'll have to send you some shit. How's it spelled? After this, send me some shit too. And also, Sarah, type that into the chat so I Kalmico? remember to click it later. Okay. Wait. Do you mean the anime? Or Sarah the... posted in the music channel. Right. I okay. Posted... I meant the music because I've already downloaded the first episode of the anime and I'm gonna watch it. Nice. Um. Yeah. The music is just. Uh, the, the the opening song is Easy Breezy by Kelmico. Yeah, it's good. At the end of the day, Easy Breezy. Fuck. Uh, I also have an anime. What's up? Oh, we got a bunch of fucking nerds in this joint. Sorry. Well, I'm actually a jock. Uh, because I finally started watching uh, everyone's favorite volleyball anime, Haikyuu. And nice. it's fucking good. I never would have thought that I would like a sports anime because I'm I wasn't a jock, but now I am, and I do the moves right alongside with uh, Hinata. I yep. close my eyes and I jump very high and I hit my head on the ceiling. Tell me now the name of your favorite character. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> so I just I just finished uh, what I assume is I assume uh, the first like anime airing block just ended in the show they just had their match against uh nekoma i think is the name of the school oh was it the first time you got to meet uh oikawa who oikawa the fucking smug ass guy in the teal was it the teal team no the red team oh yes okay yeah you're about halfway through the first season yeah yeah uh favorite character so far i think it's got to be tanaka he's fucking he's so fun Honestly, Tanaka takes such a backseat in the second half of the season. No. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, just, I generally forgot about him, but um, Asahi is really good. And, you Asahi know, is really great. Good. Asahi is, yeah. But um, I don't think he takes that much of a backseat. I think he's just, he's still there. He just does not get as many moments as everyone else. Okay, fine. Anyway, it's good. Uh, is that Roy? Uh, oh, God. 
The, Roy's recommendation this week is to just fucking listen to 2112. Yeah! Pay attention to the drums. Hell yeah, listen to, you know what, listen to, um, listen to Hemispheres. Hemispheres is extremely listened, fucking good. I listened to uh, Moving Pictures and Permanent Waves, uh, like, right before oh, yeah. this podcast. Permanent Waves fucking slaps. It's true. It's true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I don't know if I've actually ever listened to a Rush song. Oh my god, download Permanent Waves, you, I listen can, I can to say, Spirit of Radio. I can say for sure you've at least heard one. Yes, if okay, only yes, because right. I did, I did living in Rochester long. means you are close enough to Canada to get our radio stations, <laughs> and they play Rush all the time. I, I guess I'm just gonna have to find out like what the you're okay, gonna no, find I, out I, that a song I've is heard, Rush. I've heard Tom Sawyer, and I've heard the trees. Yeah. Okay. Because I played Rock Band. Uh, anyways, also um, listen to Farewell I, to Kings. Uh, I will. Yeah. Uh, so name I, a song I, from Farewell to Kings. Who me? Yes. Fucking Sidness X One Part Two. Because I, I I got into Rush when I was like fifteen or so. My dad had uh, the Chronicles like greatest hits oh, thing, yeah. and I remember there was one song of Farewell to Kings on there, but I cannot for the life of me remember what it was. But it was fucking good, whatever it was. Uh, there's Sidness X One. There's Farewell to Kings song, Xanadu, Cinderella Man, um, Madrigal, and I think one that I'm forgetting. But yeah, closer to the heart. Closer to the heart. Yeah. It was probably Farewell to Kings was the name of the song, Closer probably. Closer to the heart. Excellent yeah. fucking album. All right. So, are we ready to wrap this motherfucker up? Yeah, baby. Sure. All right. So, this has been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We want to say a quick thank you to uh, you, first of all, for bearing with us through that month long hiatus. Thank you for letting... Oh. Thank you for... Uh, thank you for understanding that we did need that time to recharge. Um, just speaking off the cuff, I had an absolute blast recording this episode. I think I, I personally feel like the new format kind of like felt good. Um, we'll see how. I mean, we'll be making tweaks and changes, obviously, but we'll see how it bears out. Um, Please, if so, you hey, have any any suggestions, anything you want to yeah, say I, I about said, the format, I said don't. I said don't add us at the top of the show, but like please, please add, us. Free to add us. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to add us, or if you don't want to like put your if you don't want to like put your name on it, shoot us like a, I don't know an anonymous Tumblr ask or something. I'm sure one of us checks our Tumblr often enough to catch those. They they show up on my dashboard when I get when we get them, so I'll see. Yeah, you. um, fucking. You still go on Tumblr? I know. Uh, we oh, are I know. we are HKIPGTD everywhere, which is Twitter, Tumblr, uh, fucking Reddit. Thank you, Reddit user bisexual punch party for that. And also on Patreon, patreon.com slash HKIPGTD is where you can go to support this podcast. $1 a month gets you any access to any and all of our bonus content. We haven't had any, obviously, in the last couple of months, in the last like, month or two, because we've been, like I said, burnt out and then taking a break. But I'm kind of wanting to do some more now that we've got this sort of, you know, new lease on life or whatever the fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we, you still have like a bunch, there's like a bunch of bonus content to go back and listen to. Uh... Five bucks a month gets your name right on the podcast, and you get you a special role in our Discord. And ten bucks a month gets you all of that stuff, and also you get to listen live, like we have a couple people doing right now. Well, we have a people doing right now. A people. <laughs> I mean, Stephanie's listening to one quarter of the podcast right now. <laughs> all right. So, thank you very much. Hold on, we're back. We're back in 2020. I got to do this once. Yeah, one breath. Let's go. Hmm, Burgermeister, Stephanie Ruff, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Alex Schaup, Six Arm Sweater, Patrick Van Brunt, Alex H., Jacob Sears, 
Nave Noah Williams, Ryan, Bryce, Bryce, a sexual fish tank, Ashinu, Alex Hoop, Maximilian Rower, Tufster McGee, Brian, Nick Clarkson, Kadejo, Flo Siegel, Destryhawk, PR the Disaster, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weems, Non-Binary with Left Beef, Summer Guys, Dijon A's, Chaz Goblin, and Paul Blart, Flesh Cartel. Nice, nice. That's all the air I had left in there. I think starting with <laughs> hmm makes it a lot better. Yeah. Because well, then you don't have to just hmm? lose half your breath in the middle. Hmm was never the killer. It was when Morg changed their name. <laughs> to, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. That, like, that so everyone who subscribed to us on Patreon, change your Patreon name to ha ha he he ha ha ha. I did it once and that's all you're fucking getting. He he hoo hoo Johnson. He he hoo hoo Johnson. Shout out to he he Johnson. Thank you very much to the taxpayers for the use of their theme song. Uh, for, the theme our song. Theme, for the use of their song is our theme song, Evil Men, off of the album Cold Hearted Town. It's a banger. Uh, thank you to Matt GameCube. Hey, that's me. Yeah. Uh, for letting us, so for so graciously hosting this and so many podcasts on the Noisepace.xyz network. If you want to listen to other podcasts of mine that are there on that network, you can listen to Fear Baiting, which is taking a break, but it's coming back strong in February, and also The Wonder Years, which is the Animorphs podcast I do. We put out a really good episode just uh, just today at the time of recording. A couple. Of you days guys are like almost years. in the home stretch of that one, eh? We have we have twelve books left. You're really bones. close. Damn. I mean, really close by which by which you mean like half a year left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still. Yeah, definitely. It's it's weird to be like it's weird to be able it's weird to be able to see the horizon. Wait. You cut out. I just said it's weird to be able to see the horizon, but then I thought, wait, that doesn't make much sense. Uh, no, no, that's not the one you're looking. At. I go with finish line. Go with times. finish line. Yeah, it's weird to be able to see the finish line. <laughs> Which, like, that's, Speaking that's of seeing of the finish the... line, there's uh, nine more episodes of Jurgenit. Yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. So I was just gonna say, like, a lot of our media rewatch pe- podcasts are are reaching their end game, and excited to see what people want to do next. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Content, baby. Content never sleeps in 2020. Uh, if you're looking, I... for, <laughs> if you're looking for a rewatch or re anything podcast that is not in the home stretch and has a shitload left to go. My podcast, Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, uh, is gonna be going strong for a while, so that's... Hell yeah, baby! Hell yeah. So that's podcasting, folks. It's podcasting! That is podcasts. Uh, That's podcasting. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, uh... And in... T- wait, fuck. How do we sign off the show? It's been so and long. And like Thank you, you say, at for the listening. end of every episode... Piss. Drink your gogurt. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Not a threat. Just, just, a just a fact. Memento... Memento a Semper po- Funny. <laughs> Memento Semper Momi. Semper Momi. Semper Mommy. Memento Gernadzindler. Memento Matt. Nancy Pelosi. Matt, Memento Nancy Pelosi. Matt, I'm going to strangle you for saying Semper Mommy. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Memento Pokelisi. Hey! <laughs> Hello!